Episode number 368. And as a child, every single time we try to move to this place of trusting our intuition and figuring out who we are by trying the things that children do in that childlike awe of existence, try the weird thing, wear the weird shirt, listen to the band no one else listens to. Somebody goes, who do you think you are? You're not good enough. You're not strong enough. You're not capable enough. Welcome to the Be Real Show with Travis Tutal and Hoff, where we talk about life, dreams, social media, and business. Well, hello and welcome to the Be Real Show with Travis Tutal and Huff. Folks, you know your boy is always fired up, uh, ready to bring you a little fuego in your nights, weekends, days, whenever you are listening to the show today. But after this show, I think you're going to want to think about yourself a little different and unbroken mentality, a way of getting over and getting through uh, some of these moments that we get stuck in, uh, whether it's trauma and a lot of different things that we all are experiencing uh, on a day and day basis, possibly, or some of this stuff happened to us when we were young and we can't let it go. Uh, And so my man is bringing us some real talk today. Mr. Michael Unbroken. Michael, are you ready to be real? Travis, my man, I am always ready to be real. Let's go. And uh, just so you guys know a little bit more about Michael, uh, and I was on his website, he is on a daily basis. Uh, you know, we hear a lot about life coaches and motivational coaches and things like that. But Michael's approach specifically is helping people uh, getting through these you know, people that have experienced trauma. We, you know, at different levels, we've all experienced some tragic uh, situations. Some have experienced more than others. And uh, a lot of times those things kind of get us stuck and, uh, you know, you're really helping them on a day in day base, Michael, uh, love themselves, see through poss- possibly maybe forgive themselves for, for things that have happened. And, and bottom line, let's just be real heal and move forward. Right. In some moments, uh, we got to do that. Otherwise we're not going to succeed. We're not going to thrive. We're not going to seek abundance and, uh, you know, many times we might do things that you know are, are going to limit our abundance based on the things that have to hold us back. And so take me back into your journey um, and talk to me, because I know uh, also with the bio, you know, experienced some traumatic situations as a child as well for you. Um, and and w- were you always fascinated specifically about the mind too, like about figuring this out? You know, I mean, uh, how we get through it? Yeah, that's a great question. I think for context, man, let, let me kind of give you the elevator pitch story here. Um, when I was four years old, my mother, who was a drug addict and alcoholic, she actually cut off my right index finger. And my stepfather was hyper abusive, dude. The kind of guy you praise, never your stepfather. I spent the majority of my childhood in poverty and homeless. There's a stretch where I lived with 30 different families over the course of two years, between eight and 10 years old. By the time that I was 12, I got high for the first time drunk for the first time at 13 at 15 i was expelled from school mm-hmm. and i was like trying to you know just survive man i was selling drugs breaking in houses stealing cars hurting people and i luckily got put into this last chance program still didn't graduate high school on time and found myself at 18 being handed a diploma they're like you just got to get out of here and thinking about like well what's the solution for all this mm-hmm. i thought i was going to be in the military that was the plan but i destroyed my knee And I wasn't able to get in. And I was like, okay, well, what's the solution for poverty? It's got to be money, right? It's got to be. And so I said, all right, by the time I'm 21, I want to make $100,000 a year legally. This was very important. My uncle's in prison for life. I've been in handcuffs. My friends have been in jail. And by the time that I was 26, 
my three childhood best friends had been murdered. Oh my God. And so, dude, I knew like if I stayed on that path, like it was bad news. And so I, I made the effort. I got a job being an assistant general manager of a fast food chain at 18. I had 52 people under me. Mm-hmm. And by the time that I was 20, I got a job working for a fortune 10 company, no high school diploma, no college education. I started making six figures, but it made my life worse. You know, people always talk about this money brings out the worst side of you. And I found myself at 350 pounds, smoking two packs of cigarettes a day and drinking myself to sleep every night. Wow. And that's when I put a gun in my mouth. Oh my God. Dude, I was just done. I was like, money was supposed to solve this dude. It didn't. And then the next day, because it wasn't that day, it was the next day I'm laying in bed. Keep in mind, I'm 350 pounds. I'm eating chocolate cake, smoking a joint and watching the CrossFit games. Like, dude, if that ain't rock rock bottom, dude, I don't know what is. And I just, I went and I looked at myself in the bathroom mirror and I remembered being eight years old and the water company came and turned our water off. You got to keep in mind, I grew up in Indiana. I grew up in Indianapolis in a major city. They turned our water off and I went in the backyard and I took this little blue bucket And I walked across the street to our neighbor's house. I turned on their spigot. And for the first time in my life, I stole water. And I remember being like, this is not going to be my life. Well, to some extent, it wasn't. I had a great car, all this money, women, clothes, excess, everything. But my life was a disaster. And I looked in the mirror and I was like, what are you willing to do to have the life that you want to have? In the words, no excuses, just results, just like started reverberating in me. And 11 years later, here I am talking to you. And this is going through all the therapy, dude, group therapy, men's group therapy, CBT, EMDR, ABC, the whole acronym, going to AA and SA and group meetings, going and getting a coach, reading all the personal development books, going to the conferences, and then getting serious about the education. I have over 35 trauma-informed education certifications and going deep into this and then writing the books and having the podcast and building the curriculum and coaching people around the world and speaking on stages and all these things. But it all started, man, with I asked myself, what was I willing to do? And I'm not special. I promise you this. I'm not. I just know one thing. If you want to create your life, you can. It's just going to be a motherfucker to get there. So true, especially these days with these millennials, man, even younger. I'm, I'm, I'm on the edge. I'm about to be 40 this year. And uh, it's interesting because everyone wants success, right? Like we all want success. Every, everyone's, uh, you know, definitions of success looks different. Some people want mm-hmm. money. Some people want to look super fit. Some people want to just uh, live without notifications or, 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 you know, live in a meditative mindset. And, and I, I'm all about this. Whatever makes you happy, get it. But yeah. what you said is so true because no matter what you want, you have to literally leave no excuses on the table. And I believe it isn't going to happen overnight. It's, it's literally a journey. Like you talked about your journey. It's been happening for years now. You've been putting in the work since that day to get to where you are today. Uh, yeah. So what was that first change for you? What was the first change that you said? I got it. I got it. You know, what was it? What was that first no excuse moment? Yeah, man, 100%. And you're, you're so spot on. I mean, it takes patience. Think about this. I've been doing this for 11 years. We just met. You know what I'm saying? Like it takes time. It takes time. Um, I made a very strict decision with myself that's uncomfortable. And I decided to stop negotiating with myself. Mm. It was the very first thing that I did because dude, I was the guy who, you know, every single day I would go to the gym 
But in my gym parking lot, there was a fucking McDonald's and a bar. And I would go to McDonald's, smoke a cigarette, go to the bar, have a drink, sit in my car, look at the fucking gym bag, go home and say, tomorrow will be the day. Yeah. For a very long time, I did that. And then I said, that's not allowed anymore. I said, you are not negotiating with yourself. You do not get any fucking say in this. You're going to have to hold true to the things that you said you're going to do in your life. Because here's the thing, dude. I learned how to be a liar from a young age. It became such a huge part of my vernacular because it was safety. I had to survive too. It's how you survived. Survival. 100%, man. I had to be able to lie to the police when I got my ass kicked from my stepdad. I had to lie to the teachers when I would show up smelling like piss and dirty clothes. I had to learn how to do all these things. And so what happened is as an adult, that skill, it no longer served me and it was destroying my life. And I realized in that moment, like looking in that mirror and look, this was still a process. I didn't like magically flip the switch and suddenly I'm in the gym every day. It didn't work that way. It took time. And in that, but it was like, go in the gym, you pack the bag, go in the gym three days this week, four days this week, five days this week, six days this week, run a half marathon, compete in CrossFit, learn Muay Thai in Thailand, practice jujitsu, like all of these things. But it all started with just one, one day, one, not smoking the cigarette. One not getting drunk, one moment of these choices, quitting the job, leaving the relationship, packing the car, going across the country, buying the ticket. It's like, I try to tell people this all the time. Life is about momentum. Mm. Nothing is more important than the singular incremental and microscopic shifts and changes that we take to create this forward movement. And you're going to fall back in the process. Fine. Get the fuck up. Keep going. And look, people will say people are too soft. I get it, right? It's hard. I think that you have to understand that life is very binary. Yes or no. You're either going to do it or you're not. And that space in between, are you leveraging that in the right way or the wrong way? Because here's what it comes down to. This is what I had to teach myself. Am I taking care of myself? i.e. I hurt my leg, I'm sick, I'm exhausted, I need a break, or am I taking it easy on myself? Man, I'm procrastinating. There's the big deadline. I don't want to work out today. This morning, I didn't want to work out. I went anyway. Every every damn time. Every damn time. (laughs) I went anyway. I went anyway. And that's what it comes down to. You have to stop negotiating with yourself because there ain't no Disney moment and nobody's coming to save you. Your dream is not happening. It's not going to happen. I promise you, if you sit on the couch all day, it ain't going to happen. And that's the hard truth about it. And people feel like they're owed things. We're all allowed to. I could blame the world for my problems. I did it for a long time. It worked out really well for me. Left me with nothing. Nothing. Victim mentality. And, and, uh, you know, even with the last year, a lot of us feel that victim mentality. uh, It leaves you with nothing. I got got canceled. I got canceled last year because I wrote a post. I said, you're wasting your time right now. Right. I said, you're wow. wasting the greatest opportunity some of you will ever be given. Yeah. To spend time with their can- families and, and uh, build less business. distractions. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Get the degree. Right. Whatever, man. And people are like, yeah, I fucking just got the max score in Angry Birds. I'm like, okay, wow. cool. Right. You know what I'm saying? And so people got mad at me for saying that. And like, I I don't believe I can be canceled unless I choose to be. And I just looked at it. I said, this is a reflection of the culture that we live in. 
Yes. That people are so terrible. Like, dude, mm. I said this to somebody. If I didn't have a business, if I wasn't doing Think Unbroken and you paid me to just be at home, I would have built a multi-million dollar business last year. And, and, but look, I'm different. I get that. I understand that. That's not my point. My point is this opportunity is right here in front of you in every single choice and decision that you ever make every not watching Netflix, every going on the internet, watching the YouTube video, every time that you're building your life, that is a choice and a decision. And so all this is to say this, I, I don't think you're allowed to complain if you're not playing the game. Like, you know, it's, it's Kobe's amazing quote, oh, booze Kobe. don't block dunks. I just got this Kobe autograph. This is a game. Uh, you can't hardly see it, but it, the, Kobe played on this floor and then they turned into a damn card. I'm a huge, huge Kobe fan, man. I love it. Me too, man. And look, I, I get it. Um, on the back of my laptop, there's two stickers. One is Think Unbroken and the other one's the number 24. And, and the thing is, man, I, I looked at what this man had done and I just said to myself, this motherfucker can do it. Right. And that's all. And like, I'm never going to play ball. I'm, I'm six foot four. I can't shoot a basketball to save my life. Right. But that doesn't mean I can't go hoop in another arena. Absolutely. And knowing and knowing that self-awareness, I think, is the most important thing, because uh, right now people see a shiny item. I want to be a TikTok star. I want to oh, some kids making millions of dollars. I wanted this easy, easy, quick money. And uh, you don't realize a lot of times these guys, these folks are like my man, like myself a 10 year journey that you finally got success and people are finally hearing your name after 10 years in some cases. And sometimes it's be earlier. Let's just be real. But sure. a lot of times people think I'm just going to start a TikTok, and tomorrow I'm going to be talking to Jay Leno or, you know, I'm going to be on the Oprah or I'm going to be on my favorite place. I remember that was happened a lot of times in the media. Um, I think you're going to send a press release to the news. And the next thing you know, you're going to be on the news. They don't have to accept your press release. It doesn't matter what you have to say, unless you have a compelling story, an edge, an angle, something, uh, you know, that's what will get you back on the day, you know, on the news. Um, yeah. You know, when we brought a, our clients and I was like, Hey, can you go give us a press release to the news? Uh, because they keep marketing and news kind of separate in the, in the, uh, the television business. And uh, I can't tell you how many times, you know, you have to have that angle. And uh, you know, now more importantly, I think it's, you got to be real and tell your story. You got to, you know, and that's the beautiful thing you did uh, really quickly in the uh, first 30 seconds there. We got to understand what what, what kind of trauma you've gone through, uh, how you've come out of it. And, and now I'm really fascinated and curious, my man, talk to me about today, uh, you know, the, the uh, hard journey effort, effort, uh, obviously has uh, brought you to today, which you've gotten a ton of success for yourself, checking out the website, checking out. Uh, the things you're doing for yourself uh, as far as, as also your clients. What type of customers do you love working with? Like who are the, the ideal people? Obviously we know about the trauma, but outside of that, are they in certain arenas? Uh, talk to me about the people that you love working with. Yeah. Real quick though. I'd, I'd like to ask you a question. I know I'm just going to throw you off. Let's go. Let's go. That's Steve Young behind you, right? Or is that Troy Aikman? I can't tell from the photo. Okay. So right here, this is Joe Montana. So Joe Mantel. Okay. I so I can't see it. Right here. I'm okay. I'm that's what I thought. That's what I thought. How many times do you think those guys threw passes in practice? Trillions. And on their, and on their days off and when they didn't want to, and all the moments in which they were sore, they were tired, their arm hurt. Right. How many times do they throw passes? This is the thing that people have to understand about life. They are, it's not your, your, the chances are there's 8 billion people on planet earth. One TikTok ain't going to change your life. I promise you that you might be the zero, 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 one 0001% that it does, but chances are you aren't right. like for real. 100%. And so the thing that you have to think about, it is repetition 
It is repetition and patience. Dude, I'm 30 years at least away from the life I'm trying to create. And so that I just, I saw these guys back here and I'm just like, yeah, of course. The truth is it's the same thing that all these people know. None of these guys are special. None of these women are special. They'll all tell you the same thing. It's obsession and focus. It's obsession and focus. And that's how you create change in your life. So true. To answer your question, the clients that work for work with me. So I, I, there's two funnels in Think Unbroken. Um, or like verticals, like calm funnels, too, verticals. And one are just people who are their teachers, their podcast hosts, their moms or dads. They're, Absolutely. they're like trying to just get into that next place in their life. And then there's people I work with who are entrepreneurs and entrepreneurial. And I've worked with, I've been an entrepreneur since I was eight years old. The truth of it is like, Absolutely. The, first I, the first time I sold candy for the Boy Scouts, I was eight years old. The first time I sold stolen goods from the grocery store, I was 10. You know, when I started selling drugs when I was 13. And so like, it's been a part of my entrepreneurial adventure. And so, you know, it's, it's working with entrepreneurs or working with individuals. It's kind of the same thing, except in the entrepreneurial side, we do go into business. Whereas on the life coaching side, we just stay focused in life, but it's all the same thing at the end of the day, it's reframing possibility. It's moving through the places we're stuck. It's pushing through the self-imposed most often boundaries in our lives that keep us in this place where we go, nothing's changing. And it's primarily giving people real actionable and practical tools that they can start applying to their life immediately. I tell everybody who comes into coaching with me, this will be the hardest thing you ever do, but it'll work, right? It'll work. Why? Because go watch all the testimonials, listen to all the people's voices before you, Mm. right? And And it works because I built it to work. I built it for this one purpose to get people out of the program. That's it. Right. That's why I built it. I didn't build it to keep you. I didn't build it. So there are secrets. So I can have recurring revenue every month from you and, uh, you know, keep you here forever. It's it's all there. Travis, dude, I'll tell you this. You go listen to my podcast. You never have to hire me. Right. Never. Right. Never. I give everybody everything because the truth is my mission and my goal is to end generational trauma in my lifetime. Mm. That's the goal. Period. It's amazing. I, it, the goal is not make a bazillion dollars. Right. I don't care about money. I've had money. Let me tell you this. Money does not change the world. No, it doesn't. It, it just it doesn't. doesn't. Right. It helps. It makes it a little bit more fun and interesting. But let me tell you this impact matters. And so that's why I put it all out there. You want to coach with me? Great. That's fine. We will do it. We will step in. But you could pick up my book for $6.34 on Amazon because that's the cheapest they'll let me make it. Wow. Yeah, I mean, That's so having all these verticals of having all these ways for people to do it at different levels. If you have no money, pick up the podcast, check out him on the B-Real show or type his name on the internet and see what other interviews he's done for free. Uh, if you have six bucks to 10 bucks, buy the book, uh, lean into that. And then if you feel the mojo and the feel the right, or if you are just at that level where you're just ready for it, obviously we know that uh, the energy's right. The mojo's right there. Uh, you know, and you've got money, obviously you're an entrepreneur, business owner, or you're working at a corporate job, but you're just feeling held back. I think everyone should invest in these things. Like we do our exercise, like we do, um, uh, entertainment, like we do many of, uh, of the things that we do to, you know, keep ourselves happy, or if you want to call it, get through the day. Uh, but the mental health thing is a big, big, important thing, man. I mean, I think it's, 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 uh, under, underlooked, um, underinvested. I want to call, 100%. uh, underinvested area for most entrepreneurs and let's just be real parents, people that don't have time for themselves. I know even myself as a dad, 
you don't got time for yourself as much as you used to, you know, uh, when you got a, you know, a, a four month old and a two year old running around, you don't got much, too much time to think about your problems as much as you did before that. And, uh, and so I think that's just a good point, man. And, uh, you know, most important thing is repetition. Bottom line in this whole practice, Michael, like you said, is how you've gotten here. What most people don't forget and for, you know, lack to, to remind themselves is, uh, tomorrow's around the corner. And it's about what you do tomorrow. If you have a piece of cheesecake today, don't beat yourself up about it. It, it was life. You enjoyed it. It was a moment. Uh, it was a great restaurant, blah, blah, blah. Have a salad tomorrow. You know, get back on the horse. I always like to say the next day because we know the train can go the opposite way. You can start a trend downward or you can kind of say, okay, oh, we had a bump in the road. Oh, we're back on the, we're back on the, you know, on the good side. We're back on the exercise because you can't beat yourself up too. I think that's the other part, Michael, that uh, people do is they, they beat themselves up too much. Yeah. It's that, that to me is the number one cause of disease in the world. And, and, and what I mean by that is this, when, when somebody comes in to work with me as a coaching client, literally the first thing I teach them and I make them write this down. And if you're listening, you should write it down too. And then I I say, you have to repeat this self to yourself every single day for the rest of your life ad nauseum. And it's this. I am the kind of person who is kind to myself. Mm. I am the kind of person who is kind to myself because here's why. And people will listen to this and be like, yeah, but you're so intense, dude, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I am. But I promise you, I'm nice to myself. Why? Because when I wasn't, my life was a disaster. Mm. This doesn't mean I'm taking it easy on myself. Let's be very clear. Right. It just means I'm kind. Here's why. You're probably saying things to yourself that if you said to another human being, would get you arrested or punched in the face. How does that make sense? Here's why it makes sense. Because we come from a societal construct in which it's okay to be little children. Ah, So here's what's really interesting. Mm. Let's get into it. We're the sum total of all of our experiences leading to this moment. That means everything that's ever happened in our life forms and shapes who we are today. And as a child, every single time we try to move to this place of trusting our intuition and figuring out who we are by trying the things that children do in that childlike awe of existence, try the weird thing, wear the weird shirt, listen to the band no one else listens to, paint your hair, color the moon purple. Somebody goes, who do you think you are? You're not good enough. You're not strong enough. You're not capable enough. Mm. This is why that happened. Of course, your parents would leave you. You're a loser. I wore Goodwill close to school. My food in high school and middle school and elementary school came from the church pantry. Like I've been incredibly impoverished. And Mm. if your band, they were my favorite band, your favorite sport, my favorite sport. I had no idea how to be myself. Yeah. Right. That's a survival mechanism because we're a communal species. You get ostracized from the tribe. You might not survive. That's embedded and ingrained in our DNA. And so now you fast forward to this place where you're 37, 48, Mm. 52, 24. And you're like, I don't know how to be myself. And so instead of trying the things that you feel like maybe are in alignment with who you are, which is the way that I believe that you build yourself, you beat yourself up for not being like them, for not being good enough, not strong enough, not capable enough. And so these words repetitiously go through your head again and again and again. And here's what you have to understand. What you think becomes what you speak and what you speak become your action and your action become your reality. Mm -hmm. So if you're telling yourself, I'm stupid, I'm a loser, I'm a fucking failure. No wonder they broke up with me. I'm a piece of shit. Mm 
guess what? You're going to move that way in the world. That will become your reality. And that's the truth of it. You automatically are becoming the easiest way for me to phrase this. And it's going to be hard to hear. You're probably the reason your life sucks. Yep. And it starts with the things that other people have told you to believe about yourself that are not true. Mm -hmm. And so the reason I start with this idea of kindness is because if you can slowly start to reframe the conversation you have with yourself, that nomenclature shifts. It's incredible what happens on the other side. I love that. And I was on uh, Adam Markell's podcast and he always said he lives with the quote, I love my life. You know, and it's the same kind of thing, because even if you're going through the trenches, even if you're going through a tough time, having a quote like this, I'm the kind of person who is kind to myself. It's just a good reminder. Okay, it's just a great reminder. So thank you, my man, for sharing this with that. I I, I love that. I mean, it's some of the simple things. That's why I keep doing the damn podcast, to be honest with you guys. Ten season into it. Three hundred and eighty seven shows. And honestly, before every single show, I think, why the hell am I doing this? But then I step up just like when I was doing my gigs or just like when I was doing anything, when I was doing music, you're like, there's a slight second there. You want to just leave. But then what you got to do is no excuses, baby. Let's go. I'm going to learn something. I'm going to find value. I build relationships and it's been incredible. And, and so that's the beautiful thing about what you what you represent, my man, is that you can literally take these weaknesses, if you want to call it, flip them on their head. You know, flip that on its head and literally embrace it. But most importantly, do it with kindness to yourself, you know, first mm. and most importantly. And then, like you said, it gravitates from there. All of a sudden, you're kinder to your wife, you're kinder to your kids, you're kinder to everybody because you're telling yourself, hey, I'm a good dad. I'm a good husband. I- I'm doing the best I damn can. Every day is tough. And uh, as we all know, uh, there's many different challenges and things we can't control in this life that happen to us or around us. And so, uh, I love that, man. I love that quote. That's, that's going to be one that I have to put up in my in my office here, man. So you've inspired me like I, like I always get a little inspiration from every guest. Uh, but now, my man, we're about to take you into our top 10. Are you ready? Let's do it, brother. I Let's love it. Let's do it. Apple or Android? Hybrid. Apple phone. Windows computers. <laughs> oh, there we go. There we go. I like it. I like it. Uh, Netflix or YouTube? YouTube, 100%, all day. YouTube. I would say, if you got Google and YouTube, you can learn anything. Uh, 100% YouTube, all day. Right? Uh, Instagram or Facebook? Uh, Instagram. Instagram. And give your Instagram a shout out, because I was uh, I just followed you there. Awesome. Uh, thanks, brother. Yeah, it's uh, Michael Unbroken. Michael Unbroken. Real easy to find you, and we'll put that in the show notes as well. Chicken or steak, if you're thinking about a good meal? Steak, 100%. Steak. Uh, laptop or smartphone? Depends. Am I traveling or am I writing in the next book? Traveling phone, writing the book, laptop. Yeah. The book is like no distractions, no notifications, fully dialed in. Yep. And they still haven't figured out the keyboard yet on the, on the, on the phones yet. When they get that figured out, we're going to be hundred percent phones. hundred (laughs) percent. Spotify or Pandora. If you're thinking about music content, things like that. Spotify. Spotify movies or video games. If you're trying to entertain yourself. Movies. Documentaries. Oh, documentaries. I like that. I like that. Uh, I always like uh, documentaries. I was, we watched one recently on the, the 9-11 stuff on Netflix. It was inter- it's just interesting. Stuff interesting, you know, to learn about it. And they go back and you, you learn more, a little more about the situation or the person, which is really cool. Um, totally. Reading books or listening to books? Both. Nice. But definitely, but definitely listening. I'll, 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 I'll consume 
two bucks this year. That's the pace. You try to do like one, a couple of week per week. Yeah. Any, uh, do you do on audible? Audible. I, I actually like, here's, what's really interesting. I also use this thing called the library. It's free. Um, so I will blast through two to three X speed in an audiobook. Nice. The two X baby. There's something I have Tom bill you on. He said, Oh, I do like three X. And I was like, three X. How the hell do you do three X? You got to like, train your brain into it. It is. And it's also the author too. Not every, uh, you know, person that you're, you are, uh, you know, listening to their book. Some of them are slow, That's some true. are fast. And, uh, you listen to Gary V on three X, you're not going to be able to hear yourself, but <laughs> You're right. I mean, most of them, you could probably do two to three X and you uh, get through that book faster. And like you said, you're trained your mind stocks True. or real estate. If you're thinking about uh, investing outside the real business. estate all day, there Asset. we go. You can live in it, get the real estate physical. Uh, and if, uh, cause we deserve this, my man for vacation, which one were you going to choose ocean or a lake? Uh, I don't take vacations, but I would say, uh, See, it's hard. I don't take vacations, so it's hard. Why don't you um, take was, vacations first off? Let me ask you that. Because my life's a vacation. I show up and do what I want every day. I think vacations are an escape. People are like, I need a vacation. I True. hate my life. I'm going to go on vacation. I'm like, I love my life every day. And I don't stop traveling. Yeah, that's a beautiful thing about having a, uh, if you want to call it, a business that can live on the internet, a business that can exist uh, digitally with Zoom and so many different factors. Uh, I remember telling that to my customers 12 years ago when we started the business. Hey, dude, we're not going to have an office, man. We're going to be working whenever the hell you want. I'll be in Miami working. I haven't taken a day off literally and since two, June of 2009. I've literally I worked every single day. And like you said, it's, I've still been on a vacation, quote unquote, Pismo, beaches, blah, blah, blah. But uh, it's the mindset you keep in your mind. But would you yeah. choose an ocean or a lake if you could? Yeah, go? I'll, go, I'll, go, I'll go with ocean. I'll go with ocean. Let's go. Let's go. And when you're waking up, my, uh, my man, you're getting yourself ready, getting the mindset right. Uh, why do you love being you? Because I'm only me. There's the only one. And here's what's interesting. You know, to you know, I'm lucky enough to have Tom Bilyeu as one of my mentors. And love that dude. I I agree with his idea and understanding of perhaps we are in the matrix. And so when I and, and I agree, the first time I saw that movie, I was like, oh, that's actually what's happening in real life. And I was like 10 years old. I'll never forget that thought. I, I'm probably 14 years old. And um, and I remember that moment very clearly and being like, oh, yeah, this is for real. We're in the matrix. And because of that, what I understand is that I can do anything because guess what? There is no spoon. Ooh, shit. God damn. Let's go. I mean, whether we are or whether we aren't, bottom line is that's just the way to live, right? Like because, totally. like if you believe you are the hero of the of the movie, if you are the, the you know the star of the show, because this is your show, this is your life, this is this is it. And uh, and most importantly, like you said, you know that you can do anything. It, it it opens the mind and capabilities. And as we know, the more times you put that stuff in your head, the more times the universe uh, wants to grant you those uh, blessings. And uh, I love that, man. I love that. I, I love Tom Billy. Dude. That dude is incredible. On our podcast, his Skype dropped four times and we kept on recording. He kept popping back on. We kept putting it together. And that dude, it was just a great guy. Uh, most people would be like, what the hell is that Skype going? That's honestly after that show is when we moved to Zoom. And uh, it was yeah. about four and a half years ago. And uh, just a great guy. Just a great dude. 100%. Do you think you'll ever retire from the game of giving, coaching, helping, writing books, et cetera? No, I, I literally can't because I put uh, I put a goal in my life that said, write a book a year every year until you die. Wow. So, so until I die, I can't retire. Oh, my God. That's a good goal. Yeah. 
When did you start that goal? Three years ago. Nice, dude. How do you write on a, um, when you are going to write a book, do you write like, okay, this is the month I write my book or is it kind of always consistently uh, a time in your space to write? No, it's so, you know, I am frequently writing. I would definitely say I'm actually a writer first right. um, over everything, over podcast, over speaker. I'm a writer first because I'm an introvert by nature. Mm. And um, when I write when, with intention, it is sitting down in a pocket of time. And I go, this is where you get it done. And so, you know, that's four hours a day for six weeks. Gotcha. That's two hours a day for nine months, you know, whatever that looks like. Right. You know, the the one that I'm working on right now, it's been, you know, an hour a day for, I think, four months now. So that's consistent. You know I mean, that's a, that's a consistent mentality. Yeah. Well, that's what it is. It's the, I'm throwing the passes, right? And look, I, I've had a number one bestselling book, but I want to have 50. You know what I mean? Well, because- well, what's that boss always say? Uh, we're as good as our, our last, you know, basically at bat, you know, and coach, yeah. you know, it's, it's kind of a constant thing is you're always good as your last at bat. Uh, well, and, and I think about this too. I I've learned so much since last week. You know day. what I mean? I bet you learn tons from your customers, your podcast, uh, and then just obviously life teaches us so much every week. As we know, we're a different person every seven years, they say. So, uh, yeah. I mean, it's, you're absolutely right. It's, it's a very good point in mindset. Do you have a routine on starting your day? Do you have a, a way of getting yourself ready for the day? 100%. The moment I wake up, I put my feet on the ground and I literally say, I am in control of my life. Ooh. First thing that comes out of my brain. Damn, first like thing that, that comes out of my mouth. The moment. And I'm just, you know, I turn over, I put my feet on the ground. It's just, I'm in control of my life. And I get up and I get my water and I start my coffee and I stretch. I move my body just like opening up. And then I sit down and I read. Ooh, and nice. then I'll journal. There's meditation in there. I, I don't meditate every day. I know a lot of people do. Um, it just depends on if I'm connected to my body that day. If my body feels disconnected, I'm definitely meditating. Right. I hit the gym at least five times a week. And then from there, it's kind of get into the work day. I don't distract myself. There are no notifications on my phone. It is on silent. There are no emails. I don't even have email on my phone. Like, so I don't know what happened there. We just possible to make the first, I still got you. Sorry about that. I don't know exactly. We got we, we had it right where the notifications on the phone, and then it kind of just went. Yeah, that's strange. Um, it's the internet, right? So oh, yeah, yeah no, I love it. Just just saying, I you know I don't have the notifications on my phone. I don't have the internet, or excuse me, I don't have email on my phone. You know, my phone's on silent. You message me, I don't know. I have no idea. And so you know, I try to make the the first two hours of, of my day about me as much as humanly possible because the rest of my day I'm in service. Right. And you're putting out like my wife is a psychologist. She's putting out so much listening and and uh, you're giving of yourself that uh, it's mm-hmm. good to have that recharging moment. And so that's when you recharge, you get through reading and through these opportunities to uh, stretch. And uh, I like that, man. When you start your day, I'm in control of my life. I like that. You start your day with that. Yeah. That's a greatest way of starting your day uh, instead of instantly going to your phone or instantly going to the news and hearing what who's in control. Poison. Absolutely, dude. I remember JB, the wizard said, uh, you know, just whatever you put in your head is basically going to affect the rest of your day, rest of your life, rest of your moments. And hundred uh, percent. Is there a skill you're trying to master right now or get better at? Always, man. Public speaking. Like I'm just trying to get better. I don't think I, don't, I think mastery is a very difficult concept for me to wrap my head around. Um, but I'm always trying to get better at it. 
you know, I've won some, I've won some speaking competitions. You know, I won a huge speak off in front of Grant Cardone and his team and in front of 10,000 people. And they had invested 10 grand into my business from that. And I was like, okay, cool. This is a good start. So now how do I get on stage with like Oprah and Tony Robbins and, you know, my, my Travis Huff. Let's go, baby. Let's go. I'm, I'm always just trying to be a better speaker. And I think that's like you talked about with the Joe Montana, the Wayne Gretzky is taking the shots, man. That's what yeah. anytime anyone's ever suggested, because I always would speak to the kids at, at, you know, at the high school, college level, speaking to, you know, not, not to being that huge amount of people, but 50 kids, 200 kids in college. Why the hell are you speaking? To? This is crazy. How do you do it? And she's like, dude, I just do it, man. I don't know exactly what I'm going to say, but it's one of those things. Like you said, it's the only way you get better at anything is literally practicing it. And so, oh. uh, and so that's what you're doing, my man, but by going on shows, I mean, that's, that's a huge practice that we can do now at scale is hopping on podcasts and getting the, you know, you're one podcast away from Oprah, you're one podcast away from Tony, and then he's going to bring you on the damn show, you know, and that's the beautiful thing now, even with a digital world is because uh, some of these things can happen faster. I mean, I cannot tell you the times I've, I've interviewed someone, how the hell am I interviewing this person? Totally. And, and you, you know what I mean? And you're like, you just feel humbled and grateful, obviously, for their time. We know time's valuable and they're spending it with you. And obviously, the time that our, our guests are getting to listen to the show, uh, it lives forever, you know? So it's just a beautiful thing. And uh, is there an app, though, that you do like using or a tool you like using in your business or to help you kind of with, with everyday life coaching, uh, keep you on, 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 on the goal, I like to say? Um, yeah, the, to be honest with you, like my, my favorite app is I, I, uh, Apple podcasts, like here's what, what people don't let, let's switch gears and talk about that for a second. My, my coaching clients almost all exclusively come through my podcast Wow! as a point of measurement. When I go and I look at that how I awesome. have customer acquisition, 95% of all of my coaching clients over the last two years have come from my podcast. <laughs> Right. Talk about a powerful vehicle, right? hundred percent. And I'm, that's what I'm always telling people, man. Like if you're not leveraging and, and building a podcast right now for your brand, you are missing the boat. You're missing it. I tell that. I, tell, I remember telling people, always saying, why the hell do you do a podcast? Well, dude, guess what? You have a chance to talk to interview people. And if you started a podcast today, you would actually not have sales calls. You can literally bring every single person that you would call a sales call on now this show is not necessarily that it's in the beginning it kind of started that way now it's sure. the b-real show it's entrepreneurs it's a, a lot of different people have come on the show but literally when we started with social media influencers talking about social media that's our mm-hmm. space we manage social media and i would always tell customers hey dude the reason why you want to start a podcast is because literally like what you just said it's your number one way of getting customers without having to pay very much money to get them and yeah. it's literally trackable to the fact that, like you said, 95% of your inbound customers have come from a microphone. Yep. Here, here's what's crazy too. So my background, I've been in digital advertising and marketing for well over a decade. I've spent a million dollars on Facebook ads, another 500,000 on Google AdWords. I understand I last year in, in one of my other businesses, we increased our top line revenue by $3.5 million in our digital advertising. Let me tell you this. This is what I know and understand to be super true. In seven years, everyone will advertise on podcasts. Right now, Coca-Cola doesn't, Red Bull doesn't, Walmart doesn't, but I promise you they will. And if you don't have a podcast right now, you're going to miss the boat. And this is, it's in its infancy. 
That's what people don't understand. Like this is its infancy. We are nowhere even close to tapping the potential of the podcast market. So true. And if you're consistent, that's when you win. Yeah. Cause you're going to start at one listen. No one's going to listen for three years. Right. And then all of a sudden you have a hundred episodes and then people like, Oh shit, this person has a catalog. Oh, let me reach out with a bigger guest. And then next thing you know, you have a bigger guest on the show. They bring, oh, they tweeted out to a million people. Next thing you know, you got more people following from China. I remember when we brought Kai Fu Leon, instantly we're picking up Chai, the Chinese listeners because he's tweeting out to people in China and where my Twitter's blowing up from people saying, oh, I love the show and uh, you know, talking about his AI superpowers book. And uh, But it's just that one thing. It literally is, for one, you are consistent. Please don't do start a podcast and do two shows or TikTok and do two shows or YouTube channel or anything. Be consistent because whatever you do, if you are consistent, not only do you learn, do you grow, do you progress? But then once you build that catalog, once people see, oh shit, you know, my man's got X amount of episodes and he's had blah, 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 who, 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 oh shit. They want to not only come on the show, but then they also want to listen to the show. And go back and dive through your catalog. Uh, that's the big thing about podcasts is very similar to Netflix is that people find a, a good episode. They came on Discovery. They found you from some random way. Oh, someone tweeted you. And all of a sudden, then they backlog and they're listening to all your old shows, you know, that you Dude, recorded I'll, years ago. I'll, I'll tell you this. Podcasts are the greatest arbitrage that you're not using right now. Because here's the truth about it. We're, we're planting seeds. I kick myself in the ass all the time. I started my first podcast in 2016 and it was for another business. I closed that business down and I just sat on the idea. I'll make a podcast. I'll make a podcast just knowing, you know, and then so, you know, two years ago, I was like, I'm going to get super serious about it. And, and the truth is like you, I just, I give everything in that space. I give everything in that space because it matters to me. And in 20 years, when I build a huge media company, I'm going to be like, yeah, I remember the first episode where nobody listened. So true, dude. So right? true, dude. I swear to God. Everything he's saying is uh, so true. I mean, most of us have to realize it is up to us. It is up to us to record, to, to, to show up every day, and then to do these extra things that some of us don't have to do. We don't have to record a podcast. But like you said, in seven years, seven years, it's going to be everything. And it's going to be everything, even in another year, in another year. And I'm seeing it yep. the same kind of way as the social media business compounded. And, uh, you know, there will be a certain point where it's just too many damn shows, blah, blah, blah. But the thing about podcasts is a lot of people stop and quit. So many people start a show. It never goes anywhere because they aren't consistent. They aren't Joe Rogan because they don't keep recording. They gave up after XYZ and they moved on to XYZ, another podcast. Well, that didn't work out. You should have stuck with the first podcast or like I've seen many times, they just go for a week or two. They record, the numbers aren't there, they give up. I'm yeah. done. You the know, numbers are never there. Dude, they're never there. About, yeah. Think about this. You've never, ever, ever, ever in your fucking life been good at something until you got good at it. And that's the that's everything, man. Yes. Like when I when I first started getting into digital marketing, I was spending my own money and just being like, oh my God, I'm losing. Right. And I got better at it. And then I started doing all these things. And everybody always sucks at the beginning. Mm. But you I, again, man, I, I wish that I, people still aren't gonna hear this. They're not gonna listen. They're gonna be like, Yeah, I hear this all the time, and they're gonna do nothing with it. Mm. The difference between success and failure in life is action. 
You take action on a long enough timeline, your life will be different. I promise you this. I promise because I see it happening all the time in my life. I take action, small incremental shifts every single day that moves me towards my goal, moves me towards the direction I have. I'm not saying it's better because that's not the measurement. The measurement is different. Mm -hmm. Can I do something different than I did a moment ago to move me towards the goal? And you got to be super clear about your goal. I think when you have intention and clarity about what it is that you want to do, i.e., I want to end generational trauma in my lifetime through education. How do I do that? I run a podcast three times a week. I have a team built into it. I record probably way more than humanly necessary that anyone should, because I'm like, I want to create something that will outlive me. Right. Dude. And that's the way you do it. Literally through action, like literally through recording every show. I'm sure there's days like, oh, I'm, why the hell am I recording this show? Oh, I'm going to go, I'm going to do it, you know, and, and showing up it, it, it's, it's pushing through that little moment of giving us an escape to achieve, baby, achieve, knock it off the list. Take some show notes. My my dude, I appreciate your soul and energy. Uh, I, I absolutely love this show, man. I absolutely love the show. It's running a little longer than expected, but uh, you're, you're, you're a blessing not only to my life, but to everyone that is listening to us today. You, Tell me this, man. Where is your favorite place for people to learn about you online uh, so we can send them there in the show notes? Yeah, the best thing, Think Unbroken podcast. It's everywhere. It's on fucking cassette tape. Go find it. Let's no excuses, go. just results. <laughs> it's on cassette tape, baby. <laughs> I love that. Think Unbroken. Type that in on the uh, internet or your favorite podcast and you will find it. And obviously, you got also a great website full of uh, some uh, incredible tools there, too. At the, and we'll put that in the show notes as well. Please take advantage of this, my dude. Like I always say, all my guests, the world is full of abundance. Continue to abundance your way, my man. We have so many things to uh, uh, to be grateful for, but do we have to be grateful for people like you that are literally have this big goal and are literally serving it every day, dude? And uh, I just I commend you for your actions in your life, man, and uh, to get you to where you're at today. Continue serving on that higher level, my dude. Thank you so much for coming on the show today, folks. You've been hanging out with an incredible soul and energy, Mr. Michael Unbroken. And Travis, too tall and huff. We want to thank you again for your time today. And let's keep being real. Let's go. What another epic episode. And uh, if you enjoyed the episode today, can you please do me a favor and subscribe to our podcast, The Be Real Show, on iTunes or your favorite podcast platform. And also take a little time today, if you don't mind, and give your boy T. Huff a review. I would really super appreciate it. And thank you so much for listening today. We're all going through a lot right now. And real-time outsource. My business is giving back to local and small businesses. Through our social media services and campaigns, we are actually helping small businesses get more exposure during these times and also when we get through these times. At the end of the day, we don't know how long this is all going to last, but most importantly, you got to think about your business right now. Take it seriously. So come check us out at realtimeoutsource.com, realtimeoutsource.com, and we would love for you to qualify and get the process started where we can take a look at your business and see if we can qualify you for some of our services. Um, at uh, little to no cost for most of the businesses. And, uh, and, and some businesses, you know, you're going to have to pay, but that's just part of life, right? But most importantly, 
is that I think this is the time, folks, that you can actually help thrive in your business. And so I would love to help you personally with our team. We're all going through a tough time right now. So take advantage of us. Realtimeoutsource.com. Check us out. And we would love to do some business with you and help you with your social and digital media in 2020 and beyond.